everybody. We are here uh, live on the Throne Podcast. I got a special guest with me tonight, Chris Warner. What's yo, going yo, on, B? What to do, y'all boys? Yeah, man, it's been a minute. Uh, I do, like we just looked back, uh, in about a month, it'll be two years since you've been on the show. So clearly, uh, a lot has changed since then. You know, we had the whole COVID thing Complete going on. Complete different aspect. You're completely but, right. Uh, in regards to what you've been up to, um, it's been a long break, man. Catch me, catch me up. I really haven't even talked to you that much, to be honest, since the show. It's been like completely two different paths. You know, I've been gigging, I've been interviewing, you've been doing your photography, traveling. Yeah. So, so what's going on? I mean, all right. So to keep you up itself, um, I guess previously in our last episode, we were talking about, you know, my movement with my whole uh, car I gotta say, my uh, car group. I don't know if you remember that. Back yeah, then. yeah, code code ten. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I do. You know, it's so I get so hyped when I see like cars with that shit like around. Uh-huh. But like, they don't know me. Like, they don't know that I know you. So I just, I just get hyped for no reason. <laughs> I just have to watch them because you're just looking at me far like, yo, I know yeah, that. Yeah, I know him, but not really. You know. Nah, but um, nah, you won't see it there as much. Unfortunately, it's no longer a thing. But nah, um, man, it's yeah. been that long. It's been so long that it it broke up. Yeah, y'all dude. are like Daft Punk, man. That's not fair. Bro, oh my god. God, dude, waking up today and seeing that, I nearly wanted to cry. I'm not gonna I, lie. I saw someone put R.I.P. Daft Punk. I was like, no, nah, they didn't die, bro. Like, I was so, I was like, what the fuck? And I'm I glad somebody it, like actually said it properly because I'd seen on um, IGN first. Actually, I seen on IGN first. And I'm a big Daft Punk fan, bro. Um, and me, I, I, I was like uh, middle school and high school. Middle school, yeah. I was like. Like super into metal and stuff, so I would kind of shut myself off from that mm-hmm. kind of music. And then at some point, um, someone had told me like, "Oh, do you like Daft Punk?" I was like, "No, I don't like techno or whatever the fuck." Yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> and then they they showed me that they had done one more time and like Aerodynamic and a bunch of songs that I hadn't heard but didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they did all of these. Like these are kind of hard. And then I heard like Digital Love. Crazy part is like most of the times like some of their songs back then when we were kids like they're in like movies we never even realized it. And yeah. It's like a whole crazy scene. What is it? 1993 <coughs> till. 2021 yeah mm-hmm. uh it was funny um the other day my my homeboy had come over we were just hanging out and i was just looking for something to play mm-hmm. and uh i put uh, a live 97 they put out a live record in, in 97 and they did one in 2007 i had only known the the 2007 one mm-hmm. where they do they mix like some of their dopest songs and like made them like tri- oh it's so dope like amazing tribute yeah i mean it's their whole the fact that they can take their own music and mix it together like perfectly seamlessly like live not like steve aoki you just press play and then <laughs> jumps around you know what i mean like they actually live mix shit at their performances which is like why i'm super bummed because i've never seen them mm-hmm. and they didn't really tour that much anyway so now i'm never gonna see them. yeah we're never gonna see them bro uh, it's On crazy like, uh, swedish house mafia type of vibes too man like word same thing same thing there are they broken up too? Yeah, uh, twenty sixteen or seventeen. They announced it at Ultra. I forgot what year, but but they're honest. relatively new, right? No, Sweet Ass Mafia has been up for for quite some time, honestly. Oh, for real? Yeah, that I was like know. that was like back then, like where the whole EDM situation kind of blew up, and you know, I, is it up or down now? I don't know, honestly, for EDM scene. Uh, like I said, it wasn't really my type of thing. Daft Punk's think? really the only people that I listen to that mm-hmm. that are into that. I was kind of that's probably my iPad, my dumbass. I forgot to turn it off. Well, that's it's fucked. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, fucking um, no, no, it's all good. It's all, it, it's fine. It'll ring and uh, life life goes on. <laughs> but uh, fucking uh, what was that? The fuck was I saying? 
Uh, totally we're lost talking my train about, of thought. We're talking about just EDM in general, but music. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, I fuck with da- uh, uh, Daft Punk and Dead Mouse a little bit. Like it was never really my scene. Like Daft Punk's the main people that I that I really fuck with that that are into that. So I don't know if it's up or down. But mm-hmm. I thought Swedish House. Like I didn't really hear about them till like you know 2015 ish like i didn't really know who they were seriously back then yeah so uh i didn't know that were, have they been around since like the 90s or no nah, um long? the thing is it's three different three different djs in general so they all collaborate into like one specific like group um i cannot tell you when they originated itself i just knew back then like being where i was like listening to the same thing dead mouse um stevie Oki. i was listening to what um Dude, who else? Um, I'm going out with my like old school on the ground, like Lumberjack. Um, did you ever have like a dubstep phase? I did, honestly. Or, like, I still do. I, I was still listening. I was listening to a lot of Dat Sick. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, so now we're talking like Skrillex. that. Skrillex, Dat Sick, uh, Excision. Yeah. Dude, honestly, all great musicians. Well, yeah, musicians overall. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I had an epiphany at some point, and I, I don't know. For some reason, like, I just I stopped. Kind of stayed away it. from it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, whatever. Nah, it, man, everybody has their good own. Good party music, I guess, you know. Exactly. Everybody has their own preference with music, man. I used to love that shit in the car, though, seeing the rearview mirror shake and <laughs> shit, you know. But uh, let's let's circle back, dude. Mm. So y- you were all about the, the code team. Code yeah, I, I was about to say team. <laughs> team Titans, bro? No, oh, shit. No, but uh, so... It seemed like that was, you know what I'm saying, y'all were trying to take over and this and that. Can, can we talk about it? Is um, that a sore subject? I mean, I mean, honestly, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm, yo, I, this is an unfiltered show. You know what I'm saying? I don't edit nothing, but. Not exactly. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. If you if it's, if if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to talk about it. No, no. Um, it really just became like a whole situation where just, it, this is me. And, you know, if anybody says different, they can, but. It felt like it was just, bunch, uh, just a bunch of grown men that didn't want to talk to each other at the time. And I think we just grew it up and just elevated from there and just spread apart. That's how I see it, honestly. Um, I ain't really there to be like, you know, down talking or this and that, the fourth. I just feel like just miscommunication. I think that's what I really want to say. But um, um, the whole, how did it start? How, where did Code 10 come from? So Code 10 started with... Um, couple of my old homeboys I used to, to hang around with at the time and um, we were just you know chilling and whatnot I used to work at Best Buy uh, right, right right fortunately you know I got let go but I uh, used to work at Best Buy and we used to call this uh, kind of like a code name you know how every job has a code name itself so our code name was code 10 for if you see any like you know fraudulent customers they come in they trying to buy like two MacBooks or you know some stupid uh, stupid shit like that so that's um, weird yeah, dude. Like, for someone to want to buy two MacBooks, you're like, all right, there's suspicious code ten. We're gonna code ten. <laughs> is that what it is? Is that what y'all no, do on I'm, the radio? No, I'm being so honest with you. Yeah, Duh, that's <laughs> so, dude. You know, when I worked retail, I worked at this place called City Trends. Yeah. Before I, I worked uh, at the Mobile One where we met. Uh huh. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, before before the job that I had before the Mobile. Uh huh. <laughs> before I had to interview with Pinky. <laughs> dude, I, oh hey yo. God. Yo, it was uh, uh, at the store called City Trends. If you ever been to City Trends, I base if anyone who doesn't know what City Trends is, I describe it as like Hood Ross. 
Um, that is correct because it's like in it's in Miami Dade, if I'm correct. I mean, most of them are out there, but I'm just saying, like, it's like they the, the setup is like Ross. They just mm-hmm. got clothes and shit. Expect to find stuff on the floor. Correct. But they they have truck fit and like Kuji. Yeah, just like the whole fat or- farm <laughs> and stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. the things on a different side. Yeah. yeah. Not, so really see at, like, every once in a while, you'll find a, a diamond in the rough. I found like a pair of Vans and stuff. I, but I got threatened like my first week there. But oh our God. our shit was like football players, like. We got a, 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 a Kenny Stills, Kenny Stills. Like mm. so, so like no one would know what we're talking about. Code Ten sounds so like official. Like wait, that was your name in your store, uh, Kenny Stills. Yeah, we would just say like like uh, we, you know uh, like uh, and something like some just, celebrity names, like uh, weird uh, shit like that. You know, so like they wouldn't know. <laughs> Code Ten sounds like if I heard someone behind me saying Code Ten, I'm like they're onto me. Like even if I'm not doing anything, yeah, exactly. I would get sketched out. Well, <laughs> we don't say it in front of them, but overall, once you hear it, you're right. It was like, oh damn, like. They answer me. I gotta clear it. That's usually <laughs> what happens. Like immediately, like you know, I gotta get my ID and. When, when someone like, what is how many times have you had to call a code ten? Dude, is this like Monsters Inc? Like they shut everything down? Oh my god, bro! Like registers shut down, managers at the front. <laughs> it's a whole, it's a whole journey at that point. Honest to God, bro. But Has that happened for real? No, I'm being so serious. Like this happens daily. It's not like a just like a one time thing. Like this. Oh, I thought daily. you were exaggerating. Oh, the, I nah, thought you were bro. like following along with the joke. I'm like, haha, nah, he gets dude. it. You're you're serious. I'm being so serious. Bro. Cops outside, register shut well, down. Like we'll do cops outside if like somebody like actually physically put something in their belongings, like a purse or something, or if they walk out the store. But we don't call them immediately, um, just because like you know they're just coming and saying that yeah I want to buy two MacBooks. We don't do it like that. That that would be weird. So, well, give me, can, can we talk about an instance where you had so, to call a code 10 on someone? All right. So, <laughs> to be honest with you, at the, the first way we honestly notice them is pertaining to, like, how they just come in in general. And and no disrespect to anybody, um, but it's literally how they just walk in. It's just, like, they don't really have, how do I say it? Like, they don't have conscience to talk to you, but they immediately know what they want. Uh, that's kind of what I want to say it's so. So they'll watch like one specific area and they're immediately asking for something without knowing what it is. The price is just like, I want this and that's it. And you're just like, you know, usually people come in like, oh, you know, I got questions about this, this and that. It's never like that. So immediately as soon as you get to the register, um, they just come out and pull like Apple Pay or Samsung Pay and like they'll try to pay with that. But the thing is, that's fraudulent because it's not their card because they can't show it physically. Oh. So it's just like <clears throat> so y'all don't let them do Apple Pay for a certain amount of yeah uh, or or do you do you only do that to to certain people that not nah, like, certain amount it's it's literally a certain amount overall like if you are buying a MacBook we still have to follow those guidelines not because you're code ten but it's a thousand dollar purchase so um but like if it's like a, some kind of suspicious suspicious activity like you know I go to the back you want a MacBook and I come back you tell me oh I want AirPods I go get it I come back oh wait I want an Apple Watch like. If it's something like yeah, that, that's weird. Yeah. then that's weird. But if it's like, you know, we're talking and you're immediately you're telling me I want this, this, and that, I can understand. But you got me walking back and forth because, you know, your homeboy sucks in you. Right, right, right. Yo, hey, yo, yo get get, try and get this, try and get that. Exactly. Right, so right. that's really all it is, honestly. Okay. So that's where the name came from. Mm-hmm. But what was the idea behind the brand? Like, why come together and do this thing? Why not try and do your own thing? Like, what was the idea behind so that? Did you want to market it? We did, overall. And I think... It just became like a whole situation where I guess like we weren't really incorporating as much. Well, we we were trying. I'm not going to say like we weren't sitting there and not trying, but I just feel like we didn't really put in that motion itself and just everything became like a whole split. So, um, but we did want to market it. We wanted to make a whole thing, not just like, you know, you 
excuse me, I'm sorry. You know, you put a um, a sticker in front of a car and that's it. Like, we weren't just trying to do that, like most of these car groups now. Um, right. We're actually trying to, like, incorporate, like, a whole family situation and, you know, we can all come together and go to shows, this and that. Was there one specific thing that you felt, like, created a rift between everyone? Or is it two specific people that have a problem with each other? Mm, How many people was it? Like, uh, the, the complete inner circle, you know what I'm saying? Like If we're being honest, real I think, talk. like, the complete, like, if we estimated, the, like, everybody that was in it completely, I want to say about 30, 40 people. But who were the main, like, starters of it, the creators of the group? Uh, it was... Um, me and three of the homeboys, PJ, Sosa, and Paul. So, if, if I mean, are are you four still straight? No, unfortunately not. Okay. Yeah. Like everyone? Um, I mean, I feel that like that seems everyone, like some movie shit. Like, yeah, for dude, everyone to not just like for, if you can, I can see like one person having a problem with someone, or you know what I mean. It, it was like I said, exactly. What I'm saying miscommunication, just a bunch of grown men. I don't want to talk to each other. I just feel like it's that. If you know somebody says different, then that's on them. But I just feel like it was just, like, a whole bunch of, like, you know, I don't want to talk to this person or talk to that person. That was it. Yeah, dude, I was watching that for a while. <laughs> so, now, uh, if you, uh, is it hard to get those stickers off? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I wouldn't be so honest with Yo. you. I took it off, like, I think two, two months now? I think about two months. And I still, like, you know how, like, in early in the morning we'll see fog on top of our windshields? Mm -hmm. I still see the imprint. Oh, so like it's be still kind of every morning. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, not to. Not to <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're good, bro. Hey. Oh shit, no, that's crazy, man. That's a crazy situation. So since um, that's not the move anymore, mm -hmm. um, what's the move now, man? What's next? All right, man. Since so you were working. I know you were working real hard trying to build that up. Yeah, um, really was trying to work it up, but didn't work out unfortunately. So where do you want to put your energy now? So my energy has been pushed back into actually photography itself um i've kind of got back into love with it again unfortunately my issue was i was just stuck with like a whole full-time job so you know just being fully incorporated with it or just you know trying to manage it it wasn't the best and i just had a lot of like disbeliefs and like i didn't like what i was doing and it was just a whole downfall at the moment but um currently right now i'm actually getting back into the game itself um I'm doing a lot more automotive uh, portraits, landscapes, and so forth. So, I'm trying to incorporate that the best way I can. So, what uh, did you ever fall out of love with photography, or was it just a general um, like um, disinterest or like uh, like um, unmotivation? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, I was feeling real. Um, like unmotivated to to play music because we couldn't gig anywhere mm -hmm. and like it, we weren't practicing for a couple months because what's there to practice for we can't play any shows like we had an album ready yeah. to go but what's the point of putting it out like i was feeling real purposeless and shit for a minute over uh -huh. the summer like in the peak of the covid shit i was just going to work coming home going to work coming home I was dude like, that's exactly exactly how you said it is exactly what was going through my mindset because it's like i'm just getting up, going to work, come back home, and that's really it. Like, I didn't really have that mindset to just sit there, you know, plan a shoot or, you know, go shoot somewhere randomly if I didn't even need anyone around. But that motivation just disappeared because of COVID, you know. Shout out to 2020, the worst year as of right now, as right. we could say. But <laughs> um, Let's just fucking hope yeah, that that was hope, the worst bro. of it, right? Dude, but... Nah, I'm not going to lie, though. There was, like, the first two weeks, like, in March or April when they uh -huh. sh first shut it down where, like, there was no traffic. Dude. Yo, wasn't that the tits? 
bro i promise you not i literally wanted to like i was on 595 and i just wanted to take all of the fucking lanes just Duh, like it was just open like bro. Th- there was a, a strokes record mm-hmm. uh, the one that came out this year uh came out april 10th mm-hmm. and i went to sweat records down by churchill's mm-hmm. so if you know churchill's is like in little haiti correct from davy like mm-hmm. from my job That's and like 95 job. on a on a friday afternoon at four o'clock Empty, bro. Dude, that's empty. That's 95, 4 p.m. Empty on a Friday. On a Friday, dude. Going down to Churchill's, bro. It was like, yo, all lanes were. It was nuts. I've never seen anything like that. No, shit. I'm not gonna lie. Shouts out to to COVID just for that. You know, I kind of liked, you know, you know, those midnight drives by myself, and that was it. And then they started the curfews started. and shit, oh, dude, the weird man. stuff. And then it kind of gave me a little leeway from dealing with all these Miami drivers because you know how they drive already, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we could really rank who's the worst driver, if Miami's not on the list, I don't understand how we couldn't be on that list. Broward too, man. Don't don't get it. Don't act like Broward drivers are any better. Broward drivers, if anything, are worse to me. Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, Nah, I put them about the same classification. Yeah, you know, I'll (laughs) give you that. I'll give you that. They're about the same. Broward and Miami. I mean, county line is right there. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. you, you (laughs) You could encounter them. You never know. You're literally in a mixture of them no matter what. Yeah, I get both. I get the worst of it. That's why I feel like I get the worst of it because I'm right around county Actually, line. You're kind of dealing with the worst because you're in Hollywood. I'm sorry, but I hate Hollywood drivers. Why is that? Dude, I feel like they're just incorporated with like a bunch of like dickheads, just like old people. No disrespect to the old people, but. Florida is the oldest uh, population in the country. Actually. Yeah, we're just the, uh, what is it, the retired state. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, people love it here. <laughs> old people love it here anyway. Dude, you ever seen that billboard where it was like, you know, move to Florida? In California? Nah. Dude, there's a, it's an actual billboard in California telling people to move over here. That's fine, bro. Honestly, the whole thing with COVID, uh, like, before COVID, I, you know, I used to go to New York, like, twice a year. Like, I really like to travel and shit. So, at first, I was bummed, you know. Uh, and then I see how, like, other states reacted to it. Like, New York shutting, like, everything down and California shutting everything. And they're still pretty much shut down, like. The laws are pretty lax over here, you know, like bars it's, are it's open. way too lax, bro. Like I, I was just on. Uh, I don't mind the freedom, man. Like I don't either. The but rest of the country is like suffering. We got nice weather. We can go to the beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? We actually can go it to made the me beach. appreciate the fuck out of Florida, dog. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, but remember, we're about to sink. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. We're about to sink. That's fu- They've been saying that shit for hundreds of years, though. Which is true. But you know what I mean? Like last time, I, I'm sure they someone at some point, like in the 50s, said Miami by 2020 will be no more. Look where we're at. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you're right. I, I feel like it will happen, maybe, but I don't think I'll be around for it. Are you gonna? You move? think you will be? No, I'm saying like I think I'll be dead. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm th- I'm th- maybe I'm thinking at the least like hundreds of years. I I don't unless some catastrophic shit happens. Not like we don't have earthquakes. Like what the fuck is gonna happen? We don't. But you don't see. How and if it's we're fucked, on? then Cuba's fucked. Jamaica's fucked. DR's fucked. Like yeah. right? I mean they're right All these there. Uh, you know countries overall. Maybe I'm wrong. Fucked. I don't know. Or at least the Bahamas, right? Or something. I mean you know we're all by the equator itself, so I do want to say it's a possibility. It could be possible. I'm not a fucking meteorologist, so I don't know. Uh, but uh, Jackie Nesprol. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! I never. Um, I, how did you find the spark, man? It was hard for me. As still, I, I still haven't played a show, but so I mean, in other ways, I found my it. spark honestly was just losing my job. I'm being honest with you. Um, so it was that recent? Yeah, it was actually recent. Um. It's crazy that something that people could think as inherently a negative thing 
could end up betting benefiting you in a different way. I really thought it was gonna be really bad. I'm not gonna lie. When my manager sat me down and told me about it, like I just I just looked. And you know when you have those like moments where you just like kind of black out and like you hear, you see someone talking, but you're not listening. That's what I had in my head. I was like, well, yo, like this is really happening. But um, you know, just leaving that day itself, it kind of opened my whole like mind completely. Like I just seen a whole different vision for me and like what I want to do with life and everything. And to be honest with you, it's been a big improvement. I could definitely say that. Um, but really, what got me back in my spark, I've been going to a lot of shows recently to, you know, take car shows, car shows. So show to me is a whole different. Yeah. Show to me right. is a show. <laughs> show is a show. Correct. But I've been a lot of car shows recently. Um, beginning, I think it was January. Um, I went to South Carolina uh, for a car show over there. And then recently just went to Orlando as well for another car show and plan to go to another one recently. So it's just like seeing that coming along the way, it kind of brings a lot more for me because where I post most of my images itself, my uh, photographs are, you know, Instagram. And yeah. a lot of people, you know, the car scene itself is on Instagram. So they're all just incorporating and it comes down to, you know, people hitting me back up like, yo, you know, let's shoot. Because I see their car at the show. I shoot it, you know, I send it to them. And they're like, yo, this is a, you know, this is a dope ass shot. So, you know, I want you to shoot my car again. And it's going to be a, a whole reoccurring cycle over and over, like just different people completely. So that's where it's going to my head for now. So how do say. you, um, can you point the, the mic down more towards your, yeah, like that, but perfect. Um, so how do you monetize that? And like, how do you make it a business? Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't do photography, so I wouldn't know. Like for bands, it's like, you know, we make t-shirts and stuff like stuff that we could sell like at shows like merchandise mm -hmm. or you know the album release album streams like how does a photographer go about like selling their work so how it really goes um it's really pertaining to how you're and is that even something that you want or is it something that you want to just do as a passion thing i've done it as a passion before i'm mm -hmm. not gonna lie and a lot of people got onto it uh, for me about it and even myself i literally used to just go around and shoot for free like i was just taking my camera you know just a bunch of people just shooting my camera for free yeah and at the time i wasn't like thinking like you know you could actually make some good money from this mind you like at that time i was probably like i want to say like early 20s or something like that so um dealing with the now it's kind of different because you could instantly say like you know i'll take these amount of shots for you edit it and i'll send it to you personally for this amount or if you want to do you know, some like a video itself of me, you know, recording your car or whatnot. I'll charge you for by the minute or however long or how many locations you want to go to. Um, that's how it really comes along of marketing yourself as a photographer. Uh, there's a lot of different ways, but I think just more booking a shoot is literally the route to go as of right now. Right. Okay. So <coughs> when you book a shoot, what does that entail? You go out to locations and they, they kind of tell you what they want or do you come with like your vision of, like, yo, we're going to shoot here. This is how I want to pose the car and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, how much creative control do you get? Or is it just like you're doing a job for them? No. Know? So creative control really comes from me itself because um, really most of the time, a lot of people don't know where they want to shoot itself right, or, right, you know, right. or what they want to do with their car. It's either they want to show off, you know, one specific thing or, you know, I don't want to shoot my car in general. It's been a while and whatnot. So um, it really comes and ties just what they want. I can say that. Um, but creative aspect, it does come from the photographer itself, where you want to shoot it at, you know, do you want it inside the sun, do you want it in shade, do you want to, you know, position this way, are you going to take a picture of that, 
Um, do you want it with this background? It really does come incorporated with the photographer itself. Um, I could definitely say that for a fact. So uh, I know that you were really stoked too about uh, doing that shoot for uh, Bones. So when is when are you gonna start shooting shows? You think you're gonna be getting into that again, like, like uh, concerts or maybe even festivals? I mean, once again, like, shout yo, out to I'll tell you right now. Um, uh-huh. I still have. Uh, I bought I bought VIP tickets to Three Points mm-hmm. last year, right? I remember that show. It was supposed to be well. It, there was no show. It was twenty twenty. <laughs> it was fucking it, the headliners. One day were the Strokes, which mm-hmm. I love the Strokes, and then uh, the next day was Wu Tang Clan. I know love when Wu-Tang I seen Wu Tang on there, I was like, bro, this is actually kind of worth it. So I bought VIP for both days. Like, it was like two hundred fifty bucks. Like, it wasn't even that much. So they moved it from May last year to October. Mm-hmm. Then they moved it to April. Like. It's already about to be March. Is that shit even still happening? But I haven't gotten any emails on a cancellation or anything. So if that does happen, mm-hmm. that could be. May, they might need some photographers. You know, right? you know, I I actually did that before. So um, two years ago, I think two years ago, Rolling Loud, and then two year two years ago, Ill Points. I actually made a submission. I thought it was three points. It's not. It's well, not, whatever, dog. I, I mean, A-list. I thought it was three. It's uh, so hard to tell because a capital I and a lowercase L looks the same. It's three eyes though. It is. It is three eyes. So you, you technically are right. I just say ill points because it sounds harder. It sounds way harder. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're right. Nobody's gonna say three eyes point. <laughs> like <laughs> it's kind of. I, th- I thought it was like Roman numeral three. You know. I, that's it. It probably is. It probably is. But you know, it's all you right, never Chris. Know. We all have those moments. We have those you moments. had a blonde moment. <laughs> but um, I did say I, I did send a submission to them. And it did blow up on Twitter. That was when I was on Twitter at the time. And unfortunately, I didn't make the cut, which is cool. Um, but I'm still going to try regardless. It doesn't push me down. If anything, it motivates wow, me more. they hold, like, going. contests for that? Not, bro. There's, like, a lot of... Dis- yeah. There's a lot of people that, like, try to submit. Because the thing is, um, for some reason, they just feel like people are just going to come through with a camera and a gun on it. Like, they're just thinking, like, you know, someone's going to come through and just shoot. They don't want no, like, actual professional cameras on set if you don't have like a media pass so without a media pass you're just you're just stuck like chuck for real they don't yeah. they don't let you bring uh like yeah like let's say if I, camera yeah if i bought like general admission the only thing i could bring is like my cell phone or a gopro or like a regular point and shoot camera but i can't bring my actual dslr like if it detaches from a body in a camera lens can't bring it in without a media pass Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, dude. I've always wanted like a sick that. ass camera like for that, but you can't even bring it. Can't even bring it. They're literally gonna make you go through that whole line and then as soon as you get to check up, like, you know, they search you down, they're gonna tell you, Yeah, you can't bring that in, bro. Yeah, and you're not you're not handing you them turn, your, your Yeah, you know he's gonna hand the camera over. That's weird, bro. No, no, especially because lenses are <sighs> stupid expensive, right? Not expensive, bro. Like what's the most expensive lens you own? And what does it do? What is its purpose? Because every lens, lens is different. Yeah, what's the most expensive one you have? Um, most expensive, well, honestly, it's not even that expensive because there's very expensive lenses. But the one I have is a Sigma 24 millimeter. It's about like on the market, you know, six, seven hundred dollars. God damn. Oh. For the fucking lens? That's, yeah, that's just for the lens itself. Fuck, is that the one with like that red ring around it? Like no, nah, you're thinking of like special you, brand or whatever. Nah, this <laughs> that's a uh, Canon actually, and mm. those cyber lenses are actually above like a thousand, even more if anything. Um, I had a my the original producer of the show, my cousin. Uh, he was he's into that, and mm-hmm. 
he was telling me how expensive lenses can get. So I was just curious because nah, that shit gets nuts. We're look like if we're being honest, I think like physically that I know of, we're looking at the most expensive lens like twenty k. God damn. Yeah, dude. It's for a serious. fucking lens? For a fucking lens. Is that like one of them big ones that they have at the Super Bowl? Like, it looks like a fucking Oh, if we're telescope? talking about like that, that's like, you know, 4 to like 8K then. Oh, fuck. Yeah, bro. dude. Yeah, that's not cheap at all, dude. A lot of people think that's that. That's an expensive fucking hobby. A lot of people think that photography is cheap as hell because it's like just, a, you know, you buy a camera and that's it. Nah, dude. Like, if you want to get the shots you want to get, you're going to spend the money you want to, you know, invest in. That's how I see it. I mean, that's every hobby overall, actually. Yeah, obviously, if you spend money, you're going to get better results, more than likely. Um, But do you want to start your own brand, like another kind of co-tent type situation where you can post your content? Or do you want to continue posting on your personal page? So I've been thinking about it um, because, as you can see, everybody knows me as Nappy Wolf. Right. Um, But I've been thinking about it for a long time. Um, I've honestly wanted to bring back one of my creative names back back then. Um, which was uh, Wasted Creativity. If anybody steals it, I promise you, I'm going to kill you. Um, they had a trademark. Yeah, I, I'm about to trademark that name, bro. I'm not going to lie. So I spelled that name just like Wasted, but without creativity, I put a K instead of a C. So it kind of it looks dope to me. And, you know, initials WK. It's just it's really hard in my opinion. Um, but that used to be my username. Once again, MMO, RPG, uh, RPGs. <laughs> I used to love games. You still um, game? I still game here and there, honestly, but not as heavy as to be, you know, before. Yeah, me either, man. I, I bought a PS5 and like I was so hype and mm-hmm. I, I like, I'm not gonna lie, I barely play it now. Dude, I'm sorry. That PS5 market kind of pissed me off to the point. I was like, do I really want to play video games anymore? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna sit around <laughs> like real? looking six, seven hundred dollars for like a system. And I, I dropped way too much on that PC. <laughs> Dude, you know, PC is a way to go in my opinion right this well, rate. I, I got it to edit the show, but, mm. you know, virtual you see, reality and shit. Like I got the Oculus. That's the best nah, part. Yeah, no. Having a good PC is like, like it's going to last me like I, uh, half a decade or more. Mm. Um, and you could always take your components in and yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, right, like right. Just All I really it. had would have to switch is probably the graphics card, the GPU. Exactly. Uh, but, man, the, the same thing that happened with the PS5 happened with the video cards. They uh, dropped the, the new 30s. G, uh, 3090? The 3090s, 3080s. 3070, bro. All that shit. They all they bought them up. And even now, I, I, I have a 2060 Gaming Z in there or some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked up the same video card that I bought. I bought it for 450 It's like six 700 now just because they kept scalping them, the, the yeah, better ones. Listen, bro. This this whole scalping situation, it's not even easy to buy sneakers no more, bro. Like, Fuck at it, bro. Bro, bro, listen. I had a it? whole podcast with my homeboy <laughs> about fashion and, and this shit and uh-huh. about the Warren Lotus situation. I don't know if you know about Warren Lotus. You don't know about Warren Lotus? No, I don't. All right. Well, he basically is this designer guy, right? I, I quote, uh, quote, unquote, designer because... Yeah, he did. He did these Nike Dunks mm-hmm. that he changed the logo of them. Supposedly, all he did was put like a Jason check mark on it, but the silhouette was exactly the same, right? As uh-huh. a dunk, it had a uh, uh, yeah. If you could look it up, that would be awesome. And he put them out, mm-hmm. uh, but he, you know, the pigeons, the yeah. pigeon SBs. Yes, he put out the pigeon SBs. Got Jeff Stapleton or Jay, whatever his name is, uh-huh. uh, to like go off on it. Like, oh yeah, you could do it. He did the pigeon SBs, oh. and so Nike came, and they're like, nah, you can't do that, bro. He was selling them for 300 a pop, 
and he was saying I use premium Italian leathers and like all these premium materials and da da da. And he did it before with the Heinekens, mm-hmm. the Heineken dunks, and the Stussy dunks. The 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 okay, I did see those. Yeah, so he put his little Jason oh, the swoosh on there. The pink and like kind of brown. The pink and brown, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he put his Jason swoosh on him and sold him, and he sold a bunch. And so he got away with it with the Heinekens and the Stussy. So he finally did the Pigeon, mm-hmm. a shoe that you know hadn't come out since they first dropped it. They never remade it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So Nike, at that point, they decided to cease and desist and sue him, and they they made him destroy all his shoes and shit like that. So um, I forgot where I was going with that shit. Um, we're just talking oh, about, about how it was hard to get sneakers. Yeah, bro. Right. So um, people were given like it, it was funny that uh, people were like eating that up. Like, oh, these are designer. Like, these are dope. Like, these are creative as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's basically like a, a ripoff. Like, it's a fake sneaker. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah it, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do see the creative aspect, but like, kind of be a little more original is what I can say. I'm not gonna, you know, down talking it, but you do have a point. Like, it's copy and paste in the sense it would just add on with whatever you had yeah jason mask on the nike. well honestly a jason mask on a nike swoosh like you kind of mess up with the nike swoosh alone like like neither idea are his bro mm-hmm. the jason mask thing not yours that's friday the 13th and yeah. then the nike swoosh that's not yours that's nike's the dunk silhouette not yours so he ended up giving them some fofo ass like grim reaper shoe it was so bad like instead of giving them their money back like he offered a refund but for the people that wanted to stay uh-huh. and keep it it was the garbage as fucking shoe <laughs> yeah it was so trash man i can't believe you never heard of them but it, it goes back to what you were saying it's so hard to get sneakers now no. bro sneakers app is trash oh my bro i tried for the what was it february 18th for the the dunks i tried to drop the recently. gray and reds and the and the blue and blacks i was calling around the champs and shit i was thinking about going to a, a, a aventura mall on my lunch break to no, try and run bro. the champs it was a waste of time bro you you went around and tried to find them no nah, i literally just went through sneakers out to sneakers uh, app itself, my boy hit on sneakers at bro anybody hits on sneakers i'm not gonna lie i don't care what nobody says like yo shouts out to you for actually making it i've been trying for years that motherfucker hit on the travis ones Uh uh-huh wow the highs and the lows that's crazy he hit on the highs and the lows he hit on the sixes Uh uh-huh he hit on 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 the cactus jack air maxes he hit on like every travis scott release except for the air forces and he bought them um but yo like the man has the luck of a god it's uh, it's incredible, and he just hit on the gray and red dunks, though. But um, shit, it it, uh, it makes uh it makes it real hard to get your hands on anything now. Why even dunks only? Like just Jordans overall, like any sneaker. That any has. Jordan one silhouette that comes out is a, is to sell out. Like the last pair that I really got in stores, like mm-hmm. at Champs, um, was uh the Paris to New York shits, the ones that you rub off. And it's like peach and pink yeah, under. I know you're talking about now. The SB Jordan ones, I got mm-hmm. those. I really wanted the Chicago, the ones, the the ones that came in the Laker colors, and you rub them off in the Chicago that ones. Actually, was very nice. Those are the ones that those I really wanted nice. to hit on, but of course, those weren't in store. Those were only on sneakers app. Didn't hit on shit. Those those raffles don't work out mostly, man. They don't. Nah, man, it's such a bummer. Um, that's why I kind of you know I kind of just settled back with the sneaker thing. Uh, like I I like um. Jordan one lows like they're coming out with some cool colorways for those like they came out with like the bread shits, mm-hmm. um they just came out with the the UNC and the black, like the UNC blue yeah, and the black. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, the lows and the mids itself like they're actually looking very nice, like just a regular everyday shoe. Like yeah. that's what I'm starting to like more instead of like just a whole classified crazy looking shoe. 
So or something like, like going, you know, here and there. Yeah, a shoe that like looks dope, but you can actually wear every day. You know what I mean? Like when you buy a shoe for a thousand dollars, like do you really want to wear it? Yeah, exactly. You know, like if I hit on something for retail, I'll wear it. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like I don't get people that buy shoes and then just sit on them like they're in like in the closet. To me, if I'm hit, if I'm buying, if I'm dropping one hundred seventy or, right, I'm at least wear it once. Come or on, like, man. Oh, wear them, not just once. Like I'm gonna wear my shoes. I spend my money on them. Yeah, yeah. You still got them? Um, what, is it the bread toes or whatever? Yes, the, the I highs. Do. Yeah. I seen you used to take them shits with you everywhere, bro. <laughs> like still, in the in the bag, right on top. Listen, man. Up to this day, still one of my favorite ones. I mean, favorite ones still are breads, but the bread toes because of that white like sole on. Well, not sole, but just that white top. It comes off very nice on the shoes. Just nice contrast. I but love the breads too, man. That's why I've been trying to get those mids. The bread the mids. The bread mids. They look dope. Mm-hmm. Like usually I don't like bread uh, or mids, but uh, the fact that they're coming out with the classic Colors. retro colorways and just making a mids like that's the smartest thing they could have done, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's dope. It gives you a chance to actually get a, a dope colorway like that without paying. Like I think what, what do they go for? Like five hundred now or some shit like that. Yeah, about that pricing. That's some crazy shit, bro. For mm-hmm. some like. It doesn't even matter what shoe it is. Like as as long as it's incorporated as a uh, just ones too. Like it doesn't matter. It's already high price. Doesn't That's matter. crazy. Uh, I remember uh, the last. I think the last shoe I hit on on sneakers was the Bread Elevens. Like. That's about like what two years ago? Something like that. That's that's yeah. so long, but wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's the last <laughs> shoe I hit on there, dog. Dude, I'd never hit on sneakers before. The worst application in the world. Sneakers. If you hear this, please do better on your raffles. You need to do better. Uh, th- yeah, I think, um, um, it's, it, I think they set it up in a weird way where like, if you spend money on sneakers, oh, like they give you a better chance to win or something you. like somebody that. Somebody finally, re- somebody kept telling me like, no, just keep trying. No, I promise you, if you don't spend a dollar on there, you're not going to make it. I've been telling people this and like, nah, bro. Like you just got to keep trying, keep trying. Bro, I've been trying for two years. What more do I have to try? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, maybe that's why my boy keeps hitting because he's hit so many times that he spent so much money on the app yeah. that they like give him better Once odds. You start maybe. spending money on it. That's what. And they keep saying like, oh, make a new account. It's not going to make a difference in my opinion. But yeah, you know. I know um, on the Foot Locker app, they specifically tell you like if once you spend a certain amount, we we let you in earlier. Like on exclusives. The, on the releases and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another release that I really like. You've seen the, the Chicago SBs. Dude, I'm not going to lie. That colorway in general for those SB Dunks, they're very, very uh, nice. Duh. I, I, I don't even know when they came out. Like, people said they came out in Europe, but then they came out here. Like, I don't know. They were, they were, I think they're only a European release from Korea. That's so lame. It's the same thing that happened with another pair of shoes that just dropped um, from SB Dunks. Another one, there was a, a European exclusives. Oh, uh, the VX1000s, which released today, actually. The what VX- are those? Um, VX one thousand. Well, that's like an actual, um, an actual camera company itself, or just that's just a model. Um, mm-hmm. but they made a collaboration with SB Dunks, and like it's like mad beautiful, but only European exclusive, which released today. That's yeah. crazy, man. I hate when they do stuff like that. And there's so many, uh, like they're they're pushing SBs and Dunks so hard right now, like, but you're making them hard to get. Like I don't get it. Like why not just make more and make more money? No, nah, this is this is the new wave as of right now, especially I guess when I want to say like the hype beast movement. Um, shouts out to Travis Scott, dude. <laughs> I seen this man. I forgot what SBs he wore, but he wore one SBs. Yeah, he was talking about them. They shot up in price, and they the shot up in day, price. Right? That not, not I think the same bill even the next day. Like I forgot it was something Castles SBs. I forgot which one. 
and regular retail, well, not even retail, but before they're like, I think 200 or something. And then retail, I mean, not retail, resale went for five, 600 in just a couple hours. Just because he warm in one picture. I was like, yo. And that's like, that, that's what people call an influencer now, right? Yeah. So is that a goal now? You think that's like, I feel like a lot of kids these days, like younger people, they kind of feel like that could be their job. You know, like, oh, yeah, I'll just be an influencer. You know, like, I mean, how do you uh, even do that? So, I mean, as you can see, obviously, he's media. like a world famous rapper, you know. Well, no, not even like, uh, like I said, guy. social media itself is literally the way to go to. Like, immediately you see TikTok. That is the biggest thing as of right now that's making people like blow up. Um, what's his name? The dude that was skateboard, cranberry juice. Oh, the um, Mexican dude. I don't know his name. Dog, dog face, something. I forgot. His but screen name. <laughs> 1162. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, like I said, Adventure Quest Worlds, uh, Shadow 1162. Find me. <laughs> um, but nah, dude, I completely forgot his name, but he blew up and all he did yeah. was just. I saw him like smoking with Snoop Dogg. Smoking with Snoop Dogg. Uh, he got a car. Seth Rogen. He got a car. He has a house now. Bro. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, once you do something. It happens. Same thing. I was like, bro, this is when TikTok just, you know, became bigger. This video came on my feed and it was like this guy, he was homeless, uh, couldn't sleep or something like that. And he has like a GoFundMe for, you know, him trying to get some money because apparently somebody broke into his tent. They, you know, destroyed it and whatnot. So he's sleeping behind a church. And bro, when I'm watching the videos, I went to the link and this man had like about a thousand dollars in donations and i kept clicking in and out in and out and it kept going up and up like in five ten minutes over and over like social media at this rate is the influence movement but it's just how you incorporate it at this rate you think tiktok is the move right now for real dude it is the movement but it's like it, it's a lot of kids though but that's that's literally like where like not like teenagers like mm-hmm. children no, it, it, unfortunately, that is the market that they're going for because they know that, you know, and no disrespect, once again, to the parents nowadays, they don't really want to deal with their kid. So they're going to buy them technology and just, you know, here, sit here, Timmy, and just go on TikTok or YouTube, whatnot. So so do you think kids dictate, like, what is popular, like, what makes money nowadays? I mean, like, if we're isn't being that honest, kind of weird? It's it's weird as a market. Like, t- like cuz we know it's a lot of young people or people who are under the age of 18 like we were dumb when we were that age. <laughs> like why why are we letting just why just cuz there's so them. many of them? Yeah, that's why they target them immediately cuz they don't have a, a mindset to even develop anything. So as soon as they see but something on social media, is that the audience media, that you want? No. For, if we're talking about me, no. Yeah. Like I want my audience to be who I have the same mindset for. But right. We're in the day and age that, you know, there there is actual going people that's going to be manipulative online and try to get, you know, kids as their fan base as well, which is, you know, a biggest thing. It's like a big influence. So what is the what is the um like the benefit of going on TikTok versus like maybe something like a, a clubhouse, I guess? Cause that's so, like you know, I'm not going to like clubhouse is actually an amazing way to uh, network as of right now. I could definitely say that. But. TikTok, as in the generation we're in, a lot of people are just going to that because you got to remember, we're, we just got into a pandemic. So a lot of people are just sitting at home and just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling all day. And, you know, that's where it kind of incorporated even heavier itself. Um, do I want to say that it is going to be the movement? I would say, yeah, because a lot of people are getting their sponsorships or like their whole new life just through one application. It's not them just 
waking up, going to a nine to five job, and then they just hit the lottery. Like, is literally that one application or however, how many other ones you have, it brings you somewhere. So um, let me ask you this. As a, as a photographer, how do you stand out from other photographers, especially um, in the community that you're in, like shooting cars? Because it seems like from an outsider perspective, like a, like a, a picture is cool. You know what I'm saying? When I see a picture, I'm like thinking about the subject of the picture. Like I'm looking, oh, that's a dope ass car. I'm not really thinking like, oh, this is a cool angle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. f- as how do you market yourself to be different to the average person? You know, like how do you stand out? So I'm kind of glad you pointed that out because um, angles do have like a, a kind of a saying in like your whole photography aspect. Um, anybody can literally just pick up a camera, cell phone, whatever, and just take a picture. Right. But it's right. just however you want your target target audience to be or how you love your creative aspect is what matters the most. Um, so like like I said, anybody can just go to a concert, record a video, and, or take a picture and call it a day, but it's how you incorporate it in your mind to say, I love it this way, or I think you know somebody in this aspect will love it that way. You kind of want to ex- experiment more and more then rather just stay with the same flow over and over because once you keep staying with the same flow, you're just going to stay with the same target audience and you don't grow. You grow more once you elevate towards, you know, just different different aspect of your photography. You can't just, you know, every single day take a picture of yourself and call it a day. That doesn't work out. So do you are you saying that to say that you're you're going to branch out from just shooting cars? So yeah, um I've already been a big inf- influencer with like landscape photography. Um as you can see, automotive has been one of my things. It's been the biggest thing that's been blowing up. Um but where I've always started was just street and landscape, you know, shooting around Miami or from traveling to a different city, just shooting around there. Just like how you brought up when I shot bones like that too if I ever get you know shoots instead of a concert or just like for an artist or anybody you know I want to have that type of incorporation not just simple automotive and call that my day because a lot of people can do that there's a show um, <coughs> I'm going to be going to uh, two of my friends are playing mm-hmm. uh, in Miami on Saturday um, this Saturday mm-hmm. uh, down in Canada um, like they said it was about churches I've never been there but, uh, you know, I don't know how low-key it is, you know, because mm-hmm. shows and stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, if you want to come out and take some pictures, uh, I'm sure they'd appreciate it. I would love to come out. I'm not going to lie. Especially uh, I'll, I'll, show show. The, I'll show you the details. But, um, yeah, man, uh, I'm starting to see live shows pop up again. And uh, I'm excited, bro. Um, me and my and my bandmates, we set, uh, like, a target for ourselves. Because, like I said, I was finding it hard to, to be motivated just like you were at some point. And... Uh, we had a talk last Thursday and kind of find out my bandmates were feeling the same way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't really know because we were apart for so long. We usually we were used to having practice twice a week, gigging you know every weekend or every other weekend. You know, so being apart for so long it was kind of weird. And when we talked about it, we were like, "Yeah, man! Like now that we see shows, like it kind of rejuvenated us. Like it g- g- gave us this energy to 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 start putting up again." So we set this deadline by March 20th because mm-hmm. there's a show. Uh, that one of the bands that's playing on Saturday, they're playing March twentieth as well. Correct. So we want to book ourselves on there and like, like set a, that deadline for ourselves. So, 
Um, I'm just I'm hyped, man. I'm I'm hyped to finally starting to see shows come back. That's wonderful. And uh, it could give you opportunity to shoot some shit you never shot. Nah, before, man. You know? um, metal bands, you know, people will be yelling and shit. You know. Nah, dude, I'm not gonna lie. If we're talking about metal bands, bro, um, I used to set my friends on fire. Uh, I that never heard to, of them. You never heard of them, bro? This was like if once a band again, name is a phrase, I I can't never. <laughs> nah, so this was kind of like more <laughs> of like a, a parody in a sense. Right. Um. It's kind of like one of those bands, but they were actually snapping back then. Um, but not for a time. I like, you know, bands back then, Dead by April, events. Um, who else we're talking about? Slipknot, for sure. Yeah, I fuck with Slipknot, you know. Dude, oh I had God. tickets to go see Slipknot. It was uh, Slipknot, A Day to Remember, Gojira, mm-hmm. and uh, someone else. It was supposed to be June of 2020, and, you know, all that crazy shit happened. But, uh, yeah, it's a, a couple of my friends. It's going to be Ears 1 and God Rot, if you're listening. You know, mm-hmm. that'll be this uh, Saturday, the uh, 27th. 27th uh, I have no idea where, <laughs> but I'll share it on my story uh-huh. uh, on my Instagram. So uh, make sure y'all check that out. But yeah, I'll, I'll be out there. You know, oh, it's funny, man. Uh, like I said, I just went to a show on um, Saturday. Well, it wasn't really a show. It was a memorial, but um, mm-hmm. a band was playing that were my homies. And I, I swear, I took off my mask for a second, bro. I had to, you know, just get some fresh air. Just, you know, one quick breath, put my mask back on. And then someone came up to me like, Hey, you're JC. You you do that show, da 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 da, the podcast. I was like, uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, I, you're probably busy. I was like, nah, man. I mean, do you want to do it? Let me get you a card and shit. Yeah. Like, he was talking to me like I was like, you know, somebody famous. Tom, yeah, it's crazy. No, but you see that works um, out. It's crazy, man. You carve out your, a name for yourself in, in, in your local community, man, and it can mean a lot more than you think um, to the people. Like. Um, there's a, been a couple people who have expressed to me that, you know, like, ah, oh, mm. it's cool that you're doing this for us, like, for, like, the scene as a whole, like, p- promoting locals no, it, and shit like it, that. It is actually a big influence because so, a lot of people feel unmotivated after a while because they feel like, you know, they're not reaching a target audience or even being noticed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy to feel that way, bro. There's so much stuff on social media. Like I said, it's hard to catch on. Um, so that was the original idea behind the show. I've said that a lot, Mm -hmm. uh, on here, but that's what I'm saying. Even, uh, not even as a podcaster, but a lot, a lot of bands and a lot of artists in general would love to have a photographer at their shows. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, like someone who knows what they're doing, not just someone's story video that they tagged them on Instagram, you know, like everyone would love to have pro shots. Like the guy that came up to me was a photographer. He, he goes to a lot of local shows. He takes pictures and a lot of people know him now in the scene. Like they, mm-hmm. they, they recommend him to people for like private shoots and stuff. Yeah, you see. So, um, I think it'd be a good move. Like not even just metal shows. If you see, like if I see some hip hop shows or anything, like I'll, I'll let you know. Cause yeah. It's not only just like a one specific artist. Yeah. 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 Goes, exactly. Man. I, uh, like I, I know, um, a promoter, DJ Oski, who I've had on here a lot mm-hmm. or, uh, I think three times. And, um, He's he puts on shows of, of all kinds of genres, man. So I'm sure he he would uh, want a photographer, maybe even shoot you a couple a couple bucks or mm-hmm. whatever. To oh, um, that'd be dope. Yeah, I, I, I personally I love live music, man. I don't mm-hmm. know about you. Um, it has a different feeling. It doesn't just sit there and you just you put you know you press play and call it a day like you're there. It yeah. has a different feeling. It has a different vibe. You feel it. You're not just listening. Have you been to a show with like live instrumentation? Um. Ever? Last show I've ever been like that, to be honest with you, has been years. If we're if we're really being honest, cause for real, dude. Man, I you should have came to some of my shows back in the in the mobile days, no. bro. Oh. 
Like I know you you were working a lot of overnight shifts though. Dude, that was the thing. That, that was the thing. But I was that was like peak, dude. Like I was playing mm-hmm. every weekend, like pretty much. But um, no, I do remember that. Honest, there is times you I remember kept switching me. shows mm-hmm. or, or switching shifts with with uh, what's her face? Uh, Anna. No, not no, Anna, Anna. The other one, the, the Pinky's daughter. Not really. Uh, um, z- uh, z- I want to say Zamora, but z- I was some shit that. like that. Yeah. Anyway, so I would I remember like, yo, can you cover me on Sunday? I'm playing late. I'm mm. playing like at two in the morning on Saturday. <laughs> like I can't get here at seven, you know, um, shit like that, dude. I wish you had come then. And there's mm. so many people that I had told all the time, come to a show, come to a show. And they never came thinking, never came. oh, yeah, this dude will always be playing shows. Mm. And then COVID happens and then ain't no fucking shows. There ain't no more shows, bro. And then the, the people leave the band. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's gotten like that. We played an amazing show last February. Mm-hmm. It was the last show I played. And after the show, the newest member that we brought in, a guitar player, worked with him for a couple months. That was the first show he played with us and went phenomenal. And he quit the band like three days later. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. God damn. Yeah. So we played the show Saturday. He hit us up on Tuesday when we were supposed to have practice again to like have dinner. And he... he bowed out he's like oh you know i saw you guys were really serious and it's like why would you be working with us for the last like two months rehearsing two twice a week like obviously we're fucking serious like uh, play the show and shit and then just bail what more serious did you need it to be like so it was really disheartening and then fall you know that was like i said february so Mm -hmm. march april covid happens so the bars and clubs start shutting down, and then and then the ones that can't make it, they start closing down permanently. So man, I, we were in a rut, and yeah. me personally, because uh, our bass player he plays in another project, and and you know they they have other stuff that they're working on. I don't really have that other than yeah, the podcast. Everybody has their own life that's going but, on. But musically, like I don't have another project, you know. So I was super bummed, man. And now that I see shows coming back, I'm really hyped. So I'm telling you. Come out song, because yeah. you never fucking know, and you, you don't fucking know. work now. So uh-huh. yeah, no overnight dude. shifts. Now I got more ain't time. No bullshit. If anything, mm-hmm. you don't even have to come to the one on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait on, uh, like maybe come out to our first show back. I'd rather come to your first. Yeah, show back yeah, yeah. I, I think that'd be dope, man. Because mm-hmm. I would love to have some some pro shots, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to get back, even if it's gonna be a shit show. Cause it'll be my first show. In Doesn't over matter a year. if it's a shit show or not. I'd rather just be there for the vibes itself. Yeah, man. I think that would be dope. And um, the the direction that we're going in now, um, this kind of felt like. I flipped it over, made it about me. I'm sorry, but uh, no, it's all good. The direction that we're going <laughs> in now, like, it's not. I think we want to do a little something different. Like, I was, I don't even listen to metal that much anymore. Like, I'm really into chill. What do you kind of stuff? Uh, I listen to The Strokes, Mac DeMarco. I listen to um, fuck. Uh, I've been listening a lot um to uh, Post Malone. So kind of like more chill vibes, not like you're not really up there with the music as much. You just mellow out. Yeah, uh, uh, Caliucci's, mm-hmm. um, like Spanish shit, like Aventura. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little Dominican side. Uh, you listen to country music? No, uh, uh-uh. can't I, do it. Why not? I just, I can't with the accents, man. I'm and the trucks <laughs> and the heartbreak. <laughs> it's all sad. It, I'm not gonna lie; it does come off as kind of like a sad ass. I like sad music. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. Um, I re- I really like the voids. Um, 
That band over there, they're dope. Oh, I love Anderson Pack, Thundercat. Anderson Pack. I forgot about artist. them, even though they're up there. <laughs> Tyler. How did I forget about Tyler? Yo, Dude. I was obsessed with Igor. Like, I have the wig. Igor was I have actually, the shirt. I have. Yeah. Every, I was going to dress up as Igor for Halloween last year, but he dropped the costumes. Uh-huh. They were two fifty a pop. Jesus. Immediately sold out. Oh, my God. Didn't make them my size. Son of a bitch. Skinny ass Tyler. He thinks everyone's 6'2 and, and ripped. Son I of a bitch. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah dude, I was I, just super bummed that I couldn't get an Igor I feel like costume. we all went through our phase with Tyler. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I feel like if you didn't I'm still go going through, through it. No, nah, I'm honest to God. I man. like him more now than I did before. I didn't like Goblin, and I didn't like Bastard when they first really? came out. Nah, dude, when someone told me, yo, check out this new rapper, Tyler the Creator, I'm like, Tyler the Creator, that name's whack as fuck. And the same thing with Earl Sweatshirt. Uh-huh. They're like, yo, but nah, but listen to Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt? Get the fuck out of here. And it isn't until I met a friend of mine named Jackie. Shout out to Jackie, my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. She she told me, like, nah, I listen to Tyler and Earl and Frank Ocean and all of them. I was like, man, I mean, she was cute. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a, I'll listen to it. <laughs> I'll give it, <laughs> I'll, it a shot. I'll see what's going on here. And yo, like, I first heard the mixtape, Earl. Mm-hmm. I was like, this man, because he was 16 at the time. I was like 15. So I was like, oh, man, this is so dope. And I didn't like Tyler till Wolf came out. Oh, really? I heard uh, I Fucking Hate You. Uh-huh. That's the song that made me like Tyler, the creator. And he dropped that as kind of like a single at first. So mm-hmm. that's probably what you heard at first. Yeah, yeah. That's the like, first song I heard. And then I was like, oh, man, when's this album coming out? I'm actually kind of hyped for it. Nah, and then I heard Wolf. I, I love Jamba. Um, Damo 23. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Tamale. Dude. Oh, basically just the whole yeah, album Yeah, that whole that album's fire as fuck, dog. And that's the album where I started, and then I went backwards. Back then, I, I, used to, I used to spit the whole lyrics for Colossus for some reason. Like, I was just <laughs> tired. It was so weird. Like, so that's the that one song. where he talks, like, it's kind of like Stan, where the fan's obsessed with him, right? Yeah. Yo, I used to know that shit, too, <laughs> yeah. dog. Yo, so that song, I Goliath. Oh, my God. Oh, listen, man, bro. that song, that shit. song is so good. And then after... Cherry Bomb came out. People didn't really like Cherry Bomb. Cherry I Bomb. like Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb kind of had like a hit or miss with me. I'm not going to lie. I know. There were uh-huh. some songs on there that I did not like. Like the song Cherry Bomb, I didn't mm. really like. Um, and there were some other ones. But for the, yo, like Smuckers, like Lil Wayne and, and Kanye. Yeah, on there, that they song snapped. is so snobbed. Like Lil that Wayne's song verse. Is so good. Yo, mm-hmm. even Kanye's verse, man. Kanye was like peak, peak form. Um, but. Another thing, I've been really into vinyls recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been, um, I don't know, I like physical media and shit, you know? Have you ever thought about making prints of your, of your like, you know those t-shirts that is just like a, a square picture? Correct. You know, like something like that with some of your shots? I, for some reason, I've always hated the, the picture on a t-shirt. I just, I never felt like it was my thing. If it was like landscape, like, you know, probably like a picture of like a forest or something, and yeah, but if it's like automotive, I didn't really like it. Um, but I... I've wanted to sell prints back then. I actually kind of did it, and I just became lazy with it. Same thing again. Yo, what about um? I don't know if people still buy these, but like, what about making like a calendar of like cars with all your shots? Like, all, you only need twelve. <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy part about it. You only need twelve. Um, to be honest with you, I don't even think people buy calendars like that. It's it's it's, it's still a thing. I'm not gonna lie, but like for our generation. I think people just use their, their, their cell phone. phone. Yeah. yeah. Like everything is incorporated with a cell phone more than like physical appearance or something. It's the worst thing. Damn. So it's, that's what it's, that's what I was asking. Like, so you yeah. just basically do shoots. That's, that's how you can monetize that's, it. That's the only way as of right now. I mean, 
for someone who's been doing it for years, I'd never really incorporated it like very well. Um, pertaining to like how I wanted to sell myself. I just sell myself short. That was my issue. I'm still doing it nowadays. Um, but I'm trying to improve on to it and trying to find different ways to, you know, get a better vision and, you know, make it better for me. I could definitely say that. Got you. Okay. Hey, well, I could re- definitely respect that. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if you don't love it, then there ain't no point in doing it. Yeah, exactly. And if it don't make you, you know, feel good and feel better about yourself and you know what i mean like i i love i love being on stage you know mm-hmm. what i mean i like interviewing people it puts me in a room with people that i i would probably wouldn't be in a room with otherwise you know what i mean like yeah. realistically um i've gotten to talk to a lot of people and meet a lot of people that i wouldn't have um and i think that's dope and that's why i love doing this shit and uh i really appreciate you coming by man uh mm-hmm. believe it or not we've been talking for over an hour so wow really yeah man let's do our plugs and uh <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here, huh? Hell yeah, man. So hey. where can the people find your work? Where can people follow you and, and you know? So, guys, I have multiple places you can follow me. My main incorporated place right now would be Instagram. Um, you can follow me. At name is Nappy Wolf. N-A-P-P-Y-W-U-L-F. A lot of people spell wolf with O still. I do the U because, you know, I'm different. different. Yeah, exactly. I'm different. And okay. Di- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is that it? No, you can find me on Instagram. Um, You could also, probably in the future, I'm still thinking about it, but either YouTube and Twitter. um, Probably find me on there, but... Yeah, I made a Twitter. I barely use it, but, you know... I had Twitter. It was just very toxic. Um, Fair. And to be honest with you, I may have a lot of places, but honestly, DM me for a shoot. Just find me on Instagram. That's where we mainly found everything as of right now. Um, and let's just network. That's the best thing to say. Yeah, facts. Uh, if you want to follow the show, make sure you follow us on Instagram, the Throne Podcast, Podcast with underscores. Make sure you put that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta put the underscores in between the words. Can't uh, find it, or else you won't find it. Nope. Uh, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Uh, any uh Zoom interviews or anything that I do, the full video versions go up there. And uh, make sure you give us a like on Facebook. You know, we're still on there. We're still old heads. We still, that's that was the first page we oh had. My God. You know what I mean? I like Facebook. I have no problems with Facebook. So give us a like. <laughs> 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 Just tell your parents to oh, like us on Facebook. Yeah, I'm going to have it on like in the Candy Crush selection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, I really appreciate you, Chris, for coming out, man. Um, I wish course, you the best man. of luck with your work. Uh, if you want a blast from the past, go back and listen to episode 55 Dude, and see I'm how you sound back that. then. That'll be fun. That'll actually um, be fun. Next week, I'll be here with another guest, so tune in. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Peace.